0: Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan, nonprofit empowering educated Texas South Asians to become informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member, and today's host. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I want to remind you that The upcoming election is on May 1. Um, Yes, there is an election going on right now. Um, There should be seeing campaign signs for city council members, mayors, um, and school board candidates. These are really important local races um, that you wanna pay attention to. And really every election counts. So please get out there and vote, remind your friends and family to do the same. Um, We actually have been speaking with a number of candidates who are running in the May 1 elections, and we've been very excited that there's many South Asian candidates and um, other folks just interested in listening and hearing about our South Asian community. Um, So, you know, we had a lot of momentum in the 2020 election around the South Asian electorate and South Asian candidates, and that momentum continues so, I'm here today with Rafat Jelani, a Sugarland resident who's running for Fort Bend Independent School District Board of Trustees, position six. And she is a lifelong educator and um, has lived in the Fort Bend area with her family for 35 years. Uh, and, you know, actually has worked in the schools over all these years. Um, and she also has a background in psychology, a number of certifications and specialty in psychology. She's worked with special ed children. So I'm very excited to meet Ms. Delani and hear more about her career in her campaign. So welcome. Thank you. I, I, I gave a brief introduction, but I would love to hear from you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, well, I started my career in early nineties and as a substitute teacher, actually. Then I became, I got my teacher certification from uh, UFH uh, uh, main campus and started teaching life skills class, special ed. So, I mean, uh, while I was teaching, I kinda felt that there's more to learn to help these kids because you just know one part of the, uh, you know, of the kid, what, what's going on behind. So I went back and received my master's specialist level master's and um, diagnostician certification to evaluate these kids. So that was just the psychoeducational meaning like just uh, uh, academic and uh, IQ testing. So I felt that there has to be something else that kind of give me more insight and uh, you know, which is there for me to know so I can uh, better teach and, and make plans for these kids. So I went back and got my master's specialist level master's in uh, school psychology and went on and continued with my license specialist in school psychology and became nest- nationally certified school psychologist. So now I know all like education, psychology, um, uh, challenges, not just learning differences, but mental challenges that some of these kids have. Uh, so now I can um, better assess them and make better plans for them, educational plans, so.
0: <laughs> what made you decide that um, running for the school board was a was right next move for you?
1: um well uh being in um a lot of districts so since i i retired from hisd and then i started working at uh, on my own private practice uh, and i visited almost like i don't even remember how many isds i have been working and evaluating kids so i feel like there is more to provide or, or or give back to the community or these kids especially um, uh, than what we are doing now. So uh, focusing on uh, existing strength, keep that and think out of the box and uh, maintain the quality. And uh, especially right now, when we are facing these unique challenges, uh, uh, you know, by the students and fam- families and educators due to this pandemic and this extreme storm, um, winter storm. So we have to come out the box and think some creative solutions of these uh you know uh, these effects or impact that this uh uh, pandemic has left not just uh academic gaps but also social emotional uh, uh gaps and you know kids have been uh suffering with depression parents teachers are frustrated so and this is my strength this is my area so i just wanted to give back and come out and help the district and the students in Fort Bend and wherever they live. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I know I happen to uh, know Fort Bend area and kind of know where it is, but some of our listeners may not know. So can you tell us a little bit about the demographics of Fort Bend area and, and where that is in the Houston Metroplex
1: Sure. I mean, it's like uh, 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 a whole lot of sugar land, some Richmond area. Um, uh, so the thing is that this, when I was just looking at, I don't know, I'm not going to quote it. Uh, like, uh, but I was looking at that. Uh, the population is so diverse. You know, we have, uh, I believe it's about 25, 26% Asians and then um, African-Americans and then hispanic and then uh, you know caucasian all of this a mixture of uh you know and uh, and i really believe that in the board we should have the same diversity uh to speak up with uh you know confidence and with our experience uh, about the needs the specific needs that they these kids bring along with their diverse background so that actually another uh, reason that i was uh uh, you know, motivated to run and uh, be their voice in the board.
0: Absolutely. I think, um, you know, schools look very diverse these days. And so mm-hmm. the teachers need to look diverse and the leadership needs to look diverse. I think it's helpful for students to see people who look like them. And the same can be said for the school board. Um so what has what that meant for you? You know, we've heard a lot from people who are running as South Asian candidates, um, as immigrant candidates, um, you know, as religious minorities. What has that meant for you to run in a local office like this um, with all of those different factors of your identity?
1: Um, you know, we bring along with diversity, we b- bring along a lot of differences not just in learning differences but in our cultural and uh, you know so we uh, my uh uh intention is to educate uh the teachers and the parents and uh, to uh, train them to respect and how to deal with that, this diversity because some of uh, uh some of the teachers i'm not saying that you know they're not trained but if uh, just three hours training per year is not enough. So we have to really actually train them and bring them on board to identify because if we misidentify these kids, I mean, we are not uh, providing them what they actually need. We, instead of creating a a productive member of the community, we are putting a burden on the community because these people, these young uh, kids are our future and kids become families and families become community and community become nation, you know, and we are actually working for our nation. So that's another thing. And uh, uh, so this is what my, you know, intentions are to bring all these expertise that I have to the table to help these kids and in turn our nation.
0: I noticed on um, your website for your campaign that you really lay out what some of the issues are, and then some creative solutions. Do you mind just telling our listeners just a couple of those issues that you want to tackle?
1: Sure. Uh, first issue, and it's obvious, it's just so you know right there in a, in front of our eyes that uh, due to pandemic. The kids are virtually educated at this time, and it is is our responsibility to bring them smoothly into brick and mortar setting, and that is going to take a lot of creativity and planning to do that, Uh, because at this time, uh, kids have been, you know, suffering from, lots of kids have been suffering from depression, so we have to have a smooth transfer uh, safe transfer and as long as a plan to deal with all this abundance of uh, I hope not, but uh, I'm just guessing that it's going to be a lot of referrals to, to deal with that. You know, this is one thing that, uh, you know, in mind that we have to do that. And the other thing is that uh, in, in addition to um, bring them back smoothly, You know, we also have to plan that because Corona is not, it seems like, that is not going anywhere for maybe, I don't know, many years to come, but we have to uh, learn how to live with it. So we have to come up and plan our uh, curriculum in a way that we can do a, a, a creative synchronous and asynchronous learning in addition to brick and mortar. So we have to come up with a plan for all three Type of learnings and equip parents to deal with uh, teaching because they don't have tools and uh, uh, skills to teach. As uh, you know, they are parents, they can help with homeworks, but teaching is something else, like you know. So that's another thing. And we have to come up with a creative plan to bring back kids uh, gradually and slowly so we can also start hands on learning, which is very important, very important.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think it's been top of mind for a lot of working parents who are trying to figure out, you know, how do you do everything at once? Um, and unfortunately, for some folks, putting their kids' education almost on pause yes. was required to survive through the pandemic. And and that's a you know huge issue that I think hopefully we can overcome and and see uh, you know what it's going to look like. But we keep hearing like. We won't go back to how it was. It'll be a new normal. So I think, yes. thinking about finding new ways will be will be very true. I want to make sure our listeners um, who live, you know, around you, um, who might be thinking about getting involved in campaigns or becoming a volunteer, that they know how to do that. Do you mind telling us um, how our listeners could reach out and get in touch with your campaign? Sure.
1: Uh, I have my website. And is referred for FordBandISD.com. And there is a tab that if they want to volunteer, they can click and uh, put in their information and we'll receive that. So definitely uh, they can message me. I have Facebook uh, page, the uh, Fajalani for Ford Band ISD. Um, uh, go in there and uh, mes- message us. So there are a lot of ways that, you know, uh, we have out there for people to, uh, uh, you know, reach us.
0: Yes, and we always encourage our listeners not only to get out and vote and to remind their friends and family to do the same, but find other ways to get. it can be very fulfilling and a wonderful experience to um, work on a local campaign or learn about the issues, um, talk to people who are running for office, and think about doing it yourself. You know, we always want to encourage our South Asian community to get on the ballot and um, throw their names. So, so thank you for being here and talking to our listeners and explaining what that's all about. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you bringing me in. (laughs) Definitely. Well, that concludes our interview. Why is it Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Why is it Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party? You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad and DFW. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving us a quick with Wiser technology.